Thank you for downloading this Bantam's Banter podcast sponsored by Napoleon's Casino and Restaurant in Bradford. For more information, check out bantamsbanter.com. Enjoy. Welcome to Bantam's Banter number 54. 54. You're home away from home. That's amazing, isn't it? 54. Hope you're all right if you're on a treadmill and all that. I don't know why I said that. I don't know why. But if you're on a treadmill, stay safe. If you're laughing, you might get distracted. And make sure you've got your safety cord on. Safety cord? Oh, they do them on treadmills, don't they? They yeah, fall off. They fall off. My dad had a flyer on a treadmill. He was watching Simpsons. <laughs> and it was so engrossed in the episode. I think it was the episode where Bart bought the warehouse for a pound. Oh, best episode ever. Best episode ever. And it, it hit the side, the hard bit on the side. And it, <laughs> it went, it, it flew for it. In fact, where's my dad? He's here. Oh, he's there. there he is. Just rocked up. Here's Jasper. Oh, Jasper. Oh, he's shaking his head. He's not happy. <laughs> Why? Because I probably have to bark in Eccles up. <laughs> Where's your dad going? How green is that? <laughs> it's so green. It's wearing all green. Remy is. What have you packed? What have you packed? Oh, all right. Well, you know they packed. All right. Never mind. I thought Cheltenham were all right, aren't they? Apparently. They're the centre forward who went down like a ton of bricks in the first five minutes. But, I, I, you know, they're a tough side and I don't think we're going to win today. I'll say it now. How dare you? What happened to the old positive balance banter attitude? Uh. When I saw Ravenel on the team sheet, it diminished. <laughs> do you ever think? No, do I like Ravenel. <laughs> what, never think? Oh, you don't like Ravenel? I don't like Ravenel, I know. But do you ever think that people around here look at us and think, who are they? What are they I doing? I think they look at us and think, who do they think they are? <laughs> Probably. I, I always think that when I look at you. Who does he think he is? He's bloody barber. Which, incidentally, was carrying sandwiches. He had unwrapped sandwiches in the pockets of his and barber. what's your point? That stereotypical Tom right there. <laughs> pulling, pulling sandwiches out of every orifice. You know, I always carry a... We're in with Naki Wells. Oh, come on, Anson, read the game, you bugger. Well played, Wells. He couldn't read bloody Unger and Caterpillar, that guy. You know what? I always carry a spoon with me wherever I go. Fact. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to get you one of those knife and fork... Combos. Knife, yeah, combo sets that folds up, so it's like yeah. a pen knife, but it's a knife and fork. Go on, Naki. Bloody hell. Bloody hell, that's an ankle breaker. Isn't it? Oh, what? Look at Naki Wells' boots. The mauve. Mauve? Yeah, the colour mauve. Weird, weird like Man City boots. Quick, for the first time in your entire career, Tom, do Duncan's bets, will you? What are they? What's Duncan's <laughs> Dom's lost a betting sheet. Just we put, need that, put that out there. I haven't lost it. We need to get this, these bets out before someone scores. Right. Bradford to win 2 0. Got a quid on that, 9 to 1. Not bad. First, last, anytime <laughs> goal scorer. We've got Thompson and, <laughs> and Doyle to score at any point. I love Why it. did they put first, last, anytime? Why did they just put anytime? Because first and last goal scorers. Spider Dom over your shoulder. What? You're about to die. Look at that. He's dead. Killed it no, early. it's not dead. Touch it then. Touch that. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just blowing on the spider. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime goal scorer. Thompson, the Doyle. Bloody hell, what are they made out of balsa wood, these players? They're all going down injured. Second injury for Chilton. So that's all right, isn't it? I'll tell you why they don't Three do quid. just any time, because you, sometimes you want them to be first scorer, you get more money. <laughs> these odds are pretty poor, you know, on B-Win. Nine to one for Thompson to score. I don't, he hasn't scored all season. Why is he only 9-1? I, I couldn't possibly tell you. Although I do have a mate who works in bookies. This bookies? He might be able to tell us. No, not this bookies. Let's have a word. Rig some bets for us. 
If you were a professional football player, honest, honest answer now. Go on. And you played in goal for a team. Yeah. And he said, you had a mate who worked in a bookies, said, look, I can get 500 to 1 on you to give away a penalty, right? 500 to 1. Keep it, keep it hush-hush. Put as much money as you want on it. But you didn't earn that much money. Would you take up the bet? Would you? A la Andy Booth style about Huddersfield Town. Notorious for betting and then going and playing and missing open goals. Would you? Uh, yeah, depending on who I played for, I would, yeah. Yeah, I'd do it. If I played for, like, um, Accrington... You get banned for life if you got found out, but yeah, why not? But you wouldn't get found out, would you? Oh, come on, lad, read the game. Flippant statement. Yeah, this is Banter 54. Coming up on this very fine episode, we're going to be talking about all sorts of shizzle. We're going to be telling you about when we broke a world record, that's right. Yeah. Top, officially, we're world record holders. That happened. We're bringing back the agony Tom and Dom feature. Someone sent us an email asking for advice after the old Daniel Cran saga. They were desperate, weren't they? So we'll get to that. It's, it's a tough one, really. It's a tough it's one. Weird. It's, it's weird. weird. It is very it is weird. what it is. Tom's rant, a feature that used to be on the Tom and Dom show, is coming to Bantam's Banter because there's lots to be ranting about, apparently, according to Tom. It's all coming up on Bantam's Banter 54. Oh, on four and four, I think we're going to be calling a pub in This Jam is jam-packed. Jam-packed, it's like a jammy dodger. It is. Two for 59p at Tesco, I've just been. This is Bantam's Banter. We, uh, we really should introduce more uh, press box banter. I know, because we have most of it off mic. <laughs> because I've, we've just been sat there, everyone in silence, even the stand in silence, and Dom just absolutely shouts over all the press box. Oi, Mark! Actually, quite loud, actually, I was shocked. Oh, you weren't same outfit as Phil Parkinson? They have got exactly. Same. We've same. mentioned it on the podcast before, but today it's more evident than ever. Both of them are wearing exactly the same outfit. And it, but it's not as if it's like a, you know a tracksuit, a Bradford City tracksuit, which you could understand. It's like a V-neck black sweater, a crisp white shirt, <laughs> and like a charcoal trouser. <laughs> it's exactly the same. The only difference is Mark's seafaring beard. He's got the beard of a sea merchant. <laughs> so yeah, that's that. There should be more press box heckling. Too quiet sometimes. There, there's been a, there's always a little bit more we can mention. The heckling to your dad about yeah, your dad's just, dressed for foraging. He's just dressed in four shades of green, and no, that's not a sexual novel. <laughs> Is that a book? It's like the Ramia's sexual novel. <laughs> four shades of autumnal colours. Let me whittle my penis anyway. Yeah, I'll whittle, I'll whittle you a phallic object <laughs> out of this piece of bitch. You'd have to varnish that there. That's a place you don't want splinters. <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? A bit of Ron Seal on that bad boy. But it doesn't say that on tin. <laughs> We've had an email from Bantam's banter listener Chris Morton. He's asking if it would be possible to mention his son. It's his 15th birthday. I thought I thought I said fifth. And he got really bar- embarrassed last time we mentioned it. Oh, Chris Morton's son. Jamie, Jamie Morton. Jamie Morton. Did Jimmy Hang on a minute. Birthday. I know a Jamie Morton. Yeah. What is he 15? Oh no. Jamie, happy birthday. Happy 15. Birthday. You're almost a man. One year. Key to the door. If you start drinking at this age or doing drugs or smoking, I'm going to come round there and smack your backside well, red raw. We'll email his dad. We've got his email now. We'll, we'll keep tabs on you. Uh, hang on a minute. There's Don't an, do drugs. There's an additional line on this email. It says, he thinks he's brilliant at FIFA. Prove it. Take on me and Don. Yeah, come on, let's go. Let's do it, Jamie. Not in a Jimmy Savile way. I mean, FIFA 13, let's play. Do it. FIFA 13. Online. Talking of Jimmy Savile. BBM me. My dad's birthday in June, end of June. Guess what I bought him? A Jimmy, Jimmy Savile, Savile book. A Jim will fix it wallet. Return. <laughs> do you know what? Last you week. Receipt. Last week it suddenly dawned on me. I had to ring my dad and say, Dad, you're not still using that Jimmy Savile wallet, are you? And it, <laughs> he is. He's not, is it? Like Jimmy Savile's financier. <laughs> that's such a random, that's such a random sort of merchandise, a wallet. Which, what's it saying? It? Jim will fix it. <laughs> yeah. As it turns out, he will. 
you know what? We shouldn't we shouldn't go over that story. I know. It's still in the press, Dom. It is still in it's the still press. Still on topic. But still, what a disgusting bugger. Anyway, happy birthday, Jamie. Davis, you are as solid as a rock. Happy birthday, Jamie. I don't, you can't be talking about someone who's 15 and Jimmy Savile in the same paragraph. Different paragraph. Happy birthday, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday, mate. You know what? We'll end on this bombshell. What? Gary Glitter once lifted oh, me up on stage I've heard when I was a youngster. And, it, and wait, hang on. The worst bit about this, your dad passed. <laughs> you passed him. Passed him <laughs> yourself to Gary. Here you go, Gary. Gary, here's a gift. Here you go, Gary. <laughs> Wrapped you up in some sort of muslin. Do you know what? We use old Teddy's old muslin cloths now as dishcloths. Cut, ah. cut them into four. Boom. Dish you want to get on Scrimper Savers programme? Yeah. Have you seen some of those ideas? Have you seen the program before? No. They're no. like, you, you use stuff from, like you say, like you use muslin as dishcloths, like alternative things. Use a jam jar as storage. Cheers. Like no one's ever done that before. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You should use these leftover nails for hanging pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, everyone Stupid. everyone in their house has got one of those picture hook sets that yeah. it comes cardboard backed and you open it and you think, well, now what am I supposed to do? I've opened the packaging. I'm not going to use all of these, these and you picture hooks. You never know where you put them, do you? You never know where you put them. And you've put, you put them in a jam jar. Ah, right. So that's what it's used for. Oh. I'll tell you what, though. Since I moved to Watley, the Chinese takeaways there have started giving you Tupperware. So you get and you keep them, don't you? Yeah, keep that bloody Tupperware. We, the, the I'm all house, which I prefer to go to because you're, you're also purchasing Tupperware. Yeah. And I keep, I'm, just about, I'm, I'm just about to throw them away and I'm like, whoa! Hang on a minute. Whoa! You can, can stick them away. We've nearly got a full set here. We can have a Tupperware party with a man I've got. And if you want older extra sauces, you get different shapes and sizes. <laughs> yeah, colours. You know what annoys me? Because usually it's stained. You know what annoys me about Chinese takeaways? If you don't get the free prawn crackers, you should never order prawn crackers because you, you virtually always get them free. No joke. Best Chinese restaurant or best Chinese takeaway I've ever been to yet is called Hing's Garden. It's in uh, Otley. And you get free salt and pepper wings and the prawn crackers. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I'm not, no matter how much you spend, can I have a can of Coke? Here are your wings. <laughs> what? If, you, if you're homeless, that's the place to be. Over the bar by the six foot two. New Forsyth. signing from Forsyth. Nice to see you. <laughs> to see you. Nice. We had to do obvious jingle there, I didn't know. we? There's only one really, isn't there? I hope he has a good game. Good game. That is the weirdest thing. My what? dad, my dad just mind that to me as well. At the same time you said it, Alan, sit wavelength. Great minds think alike. That was so yeah, weird. Yeah, me and Alan. And you know, like your voice cut up my dad's. Your voice <laughs> cut up my dad's mouth. Oh, weird. But yeah, Craig Forsyth on loan from Watford for how long, do we know? Don't know. Is he any relation to Bruce? Because Brucey Forsyth's quite tall, isn't he? We'll see how he celebrates. If he scores and does the Bruce Forsyth celebration, I will literally wet my pants. Look at his jaw. If his jaw's remotely big, it'll be a relation. Bantam's Banter, sponsored by Napoleon's Casino and Restaurant Bradford. Naki Wells, edge of the box. Oh, what a header. Lovely save by their keeper. A lovely cross by Naki Wells. Comes back into the box, hands it again! Oh! How's he missed that? How's he missed that? Unbelievable. Again, a cross back in by Thompson. Hansen on the end. What's your opinion on Hansen these days? I, I still like him. I love him. He's been getting some stick on Twitter, apparently. I still like him. I do. You know, he's a target man. He's what League Two needs. Well played, City. Well, that's the Bradford City section of the podcast over with. <laughs> right. On a more, more serious stuff. We are... Interviewing Jamie Lawrence since days. Oh my god, he's quick. He's quick. Oh, penalty. Penalty. Shit. Shies. Oh, shit, it shit. is. Shit. You know what, though? The bomb is there with Davis. He should have just let him go. It was too quick for him, like I said. 
I saw that coming a mile off. Davies is not that quick. He's not. He's not nippy. He's fast, but he's not nippy. That guy's nippy. He's gone down easy as well. He's gone down very easy. There's a penalty to Cheltenham. He wore, he wore a very soft penalty, Dad, but he didn't need to do it, like you say. What's it called? McGlashan. McGlashan? Jermaine McGlashan. He's off on McGlashan after that's this like, with his pals. That's like a drunken word you say when you're drunk. Oh, and all that McGlashan in there. <laughs> John McGlashan. There's the right penalty. John McGlashan. So it's McGlashan against McLaughlin. He loves a penalty save. Oh, maybe not. Bloody hell, is that me taking penalty? Eh? <laughs> Tom! I think he could lead something from the script. Obvious, you're always going to go that way. Number sevens, and that that little that little fuzz you heard then was Cheltenham's five fans celebrating the penalty score. I mean, to be fair, to Davis, it's probably the first mistake he's made all season. Come on, wait, it's all he's gone off at fucking rails now this season. He ain't gone off. Oh my god, have you turned into absolute pessimist? We're still on the rails. Hi, this is Joe McCormick. You're listening to Bantam's Banter with Tom and Don. Oh, James Meredith weaving up the wing. Come on, it's more like it. Let's get on attack. Here he is, Rory McArdle. I love Pippig. I think he's hilarious. What? Back to the truck up a little bit here, mate. What did you say? It's funny. It's really funny. Right. So he's a gig that in it right in children's animation. Yeah. I, I, I could think one right now. Top Thomas the turnip head. And he lives in I don't think that I'd do well. He lives in vegetable land with Colin the carrot top. <laughs> <laughs> no offence. That definitely won't go down well. And uh, Liam the lettuce head. And you could call it the veggie boys. The veggie boys. And then the theme tune, the veggie boys are coming. <laughs> Everybody's growing. Growing. In the ground of soil. People grow us and it takes toil. Something like that. This is what I'm saying. We've, just, we've literally just made up a children's TV program. A city nearly equalised, cleared off the line. It's a facial injury. If anyone would like to help us script and animate this show, yep. do get in touch. It's called The Veggie Mates. Veggie Mates. Veggie Mates. I like it. Uh, it's for pr primarily it's for kids and it's going to be a CGI. No, CGI looks rubbish, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't like CGI. I'm, actual, I'm all about the drawings. Actual animation. And they're going to have a car called the Ford Egg Court. No. Um, what could the car be called? The It could be a... Toyota... Potato a Prius. To a Toyota Aubergine. Another one of their players is down. They're obviously not in peak condition, these guys. Neither. We've had a week off as well to re reignite, re-energise. Remains one note to Cheltenham. Down the Swanee. You're listening to Bantam's Banter. This referee's got about as much experience as a fucking toddler. Honestly. The guy, their player is injured. He's, he's, laid, he's laid on the byline. He's still on the pitch. I don't... It, oh God, why do we get the shitty standard of referee? It's called Brendan Malone. Sounds like a dancer or strictly come dancing. Sounds like a mafia. Yeah, more more that than my suggestion. Bloody hell, Cheltenham. Posh bastards, they're full of shite. Where is... Hey, up, swearing's back. Where is Cheltenham? Uh, let's say Gloucester. Yeah, let's say Gloucester. Uh, you might be thinking, oh, there's not as many jingles on this podcast as there yep. usually is. Yep. Guess why? Tom, the useless bugger, left his bloody iPad at home, didn't he? It's because they were practising for his village, village play this morning. <laughs> I told you not to mention that, that's not even fun. That is embargo. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Why? 
It's hilarious. I don't want lots of people turning up on the night I'm performing. Oh, my God, who do you think you are? <laughs> I think I'm sat next to George Bloody Clooney here. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't. I don't want loads of people turning up. Is it a gag? Just don't announce which village all it's at. But what is the play? The Holly and the Ivy. The Holly and the Ivy. Is it a Christmas play? No, it's about Easter. Who, who, who do you play? I play the Christmas pudding. <laughs> Donkey. I play a homeless man called Joe. <laughs> I think you've got his jumper on today. <laughs> I'll have you know this is Gap, but not Gap sale. Gap full price. Well, hang on a minute. You must be the only person in Yorkshire. You must be the only person who's got a Burstall and bought some full do, price. You yeah. never go in Gap when they've got a sale, do you? you always, when you go in Gap in Burstall, you, you always see people go in and go, I'll wait till that's in sale. Yeah. You just go straight to the sales section. You don't even browse any of any of Bit. The thing is, yeah, at the, the gap in Burstall, you can always get yourself a cracking coat. Oh, you can. got loads of coats. It has. It's because people in that side of Bradford uh, don't bother. You see, I'm going to stop buying clothes at a place where the clothes mean nothing to them. I want my clothes to be of top quality. Like, they, like they love the clothes. Like, places like Gap and Topman, they just churn out whatever's popular. <laughs> like, what, what, what else are you referring to? Primark? Primark. They don't love the clothes. No, they don't. No, oh, that, I'm, I'm say, saying yeah. that they're one of them. Yeah. I'm gonna. I want to shop at like one of those independent stores. Yeah, like there's one in Ilkley called Time and Time Again, and, yeah. it, and it's still selling like check shirts. I mean, I'm sure that some of their stocks from fifties. Look, or if, before. My, if my lambs will jumper ain't crafted from a small boy in Ilkley, I'm not interested. Fr crafted from a small boy in Ilkley. <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs> That's a different sort of jumper. <laughs> bye, a small boy in Ilkley. I want, I want homemade, natural. A lambswool jumper is a bit cruel, isn't it? I used to have a lambswool jumper, and I always used to think this is made from about ten lambs. <laughs> oh, I'll put it on anyway. Oh God, I thought he'd given another penalty there. Luke Oliver just absolutely crushed that little predator guy. There's no, there's no go better. <laughs> there's no better than setting down to your lamb Sunday roast and your lambswool jumper. I love a lamb shank. Oh, I love it. When the meat's melting off the bone. You cook it for like seven days. In a oh. slow cooker. Buy it. Cost you about 18 grand in gas. Do you know what? When you're a kid, you don't appreciate that sort of meat. You don't, do when you? When you're a kid, you think, what's this has been overcooked. <laughs> yeah, you do, don't you? It's not holding together. I remember I always used to I was always having a go at my mum. Because slow cookers have got a really awful smell. When you wake up first thing on a Sunday, you don't want to be smelling a slow cooker. You don't, do Cause you? Because it's so strong, the strong meaty grain smell. It? Onions. It's like I always used to wake, wake up Christmas morning to the smell of giblets <laughs> boiling. My mum's giblets boiling in a pan. I, I, have I ever told you about the time that my mum left giblets in a chicken? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I remember I was watching Space Precinct. It was a show oh, on TV. Yeah. What a good show. I do remember that. And uh, yeah, cut into my chicken and I put giblet in my mouth. Honestly, <laughs> it tastes like a piece of shite. <laughs> And it, literally. Up. I don't know why. why it was shite. I, 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 why do you throw them away? Why are you boiling the giblets? Honestly, it was something disgusting. to do with gravy or some sort of stuffing. My mum, my mum's a terrible cunt. <laughs> poor, poor Tracy. She, she'd cry her eyes out if she heard this. <laughs> she would, would she? Bloody hell. Is she like, did she, did she cook meals like every night after yeah. school? Like roast potatoes and, and shit like that were like, do I like those pygmy heads? You know what those like, the shrink heads in them? And it were like that. You oh, get your potato, like a little shrunken potato. <laughs> Tracy. You put it in gravy, it expand again and back to normal. <laughs> From the age of uh, 13 to 16, my mum and dad were out every night. What? Well, they had a business where they worked, they worked evenings. We're going down flares. 
Is that a business where they work TVs? Don't like the sound of that. Is that why your dad's got a wardrobe full of really brightly coloured coats and canes and <laughs> top hats? <laughs> All made from Villar. <laughs> Big gold necklaces. Come on, Pam. I was wondering what that, that... Time for work. That purple Villar suit we're about. That purple leopard skin your dad's got. Use it as cat bed now. I love that when they're like purple leopard skin, like... When's a leopard of a purple? Anyway. Do you remember when, like, bright <coughs> bright yellow Deodora T-shirts were all the rage? Oh, yeah. Illuminous. And, <laughs> and your Adidas popper pants. Everyone looked like fucking builders. <laughs> what was the point in popper pants? They just made it easier to take your football... They were for strippers. They, take, they, <laughs> they were. To take your pants off whilst leaving your football boots on. That's what I, I'd like to know for. which guy went walked into a, stri- a male strip club and went, you know what would be a good idea? If we sold those to the general yeah. public. But the stopped. easy access pants. But they stopped there. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they couldn't come so off. So you could just see full <laughs> leg... <laughs> And that's it. They could never came off. That, it'd have been mint for getting changed for football if, if those came all the way off. You just went, boom, <laughs> ready. What's the change room? <laughs> Bang. I'm ready. There's always that one guy in Sunday League football who's the one who wants to have a shower. Yeah. We had it. Takes all his clothes off. We had one, but he never actually played. He, he always was soap, but he never came on, but he still showered. Did he have long white hair and smoke a cigar? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, boys. I'll sit this one out. But now, nah, Len. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Hang on a minute. No, no, no. How about that? Who was that? No, then. Jimmy Savile. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> is that You idiot. Is that his catchphrase? Yeah. <laughs> that's a penalty. Oh, referee! What's the difference? You've got marbles for nuts. Well, I don't know, actually. He did dive a bit, didn't he? Did Naki. Did Naki Wells. Bermuda Triangle. It makes people disappear. Makes people disappear. Peer. Yeah, so definitely cut some of the Jimmy Savile stuff out. No way! You're listening to Bantam's Banter. Oi, oi. We've oi, gone oi. forward with McArdle. What a break from defence by McArdle. He won the ball and then stormed forward a bit like... Uh, gazelle. A gazelle, yeah. We'll say a gazelle. I couldn't think of a player to compare him to. A Scottish gazelle. Cafu. 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 Zabaleta. Can you believe Edgar David is playing for Barnet? When I reacted to that, I went on champ man. We should have got Bobby Campbell back. <laughs> Give him a game. Oh, what a talk of a night, eh? With Bobby Campbell, what an evening. I've got to tell you. Was hard. I've got to tell you, I don't think Ravenel's very good. The thing is with Ravenel, he's, he's, he's too similar to Doyle almost. And the, the, the what? In what way? Oh, my God, he's rapid. He's rapid. Penalty. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Dive. <laughs> Luke Oliver just elbowed him in the face. Like, handed him off. Hang on, wait. Ref- you know, that Malfi guy's been booked. Good. He's going to be off. He's going to get sent off, in it. Yes. Park- I love it when Parkin and Parkinson have a fight with the, the opposition. I do. Shows the passion. I mean, look it. at Parkin, he's rock hard. Solid as a rock. You won't mess with Parkin, Steve. Do you know Parkin, who, who, oh, oh my God, I've just, I've just thought of who Parkin reminds me of. Who? Mankind. <laughs> <laughs> the wrestler. He is, isn't he? Although, I don't, why, is he, why is he wearing his dad's shorts? Stanley Matthews, duck I think they're supposed to be long shorts. I bet Stanley Matthews would still be able to put a shift in for David's can. <laughs> Do you remember, right, ever get, ever, uh, I can't remember his name, David's on Champ Man. When he were class, they're like all twenties. Yeah, I and do now he's playing for Barnet. It's like one of those when when you, when you sign when you when you're playing Chapman, you sign a really old player for your lower league club. It's like it happened in real life. It's unbelievable. I always do it. But he does. He's only signed because he like lives next door. 
Who is that guy, that skinhead? He's an absolute Torad. That guy looks so much like you with yellow boots. <laughs> him, He's him just got a better quiff, no offence. Him chilling out on floor. Yeah. It is me. I've got to tell you. Who are you then? Every time I say it is me now, I always think of a shitty Shit advert. With Linda Bellingham in. Oh, for God's sake, Linda Bellingham. This is me. Yeah, and your dress is fucking disgusting. Yeah, and you're struggling <laughs> for work, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't believe that they've chosen Linda Bellingham, a star of 80s sitcoms. And Bisto adverts. <laughs> Bisto dropped her. <laughs> a gravy company couldn't cope with her anymore. I have my family around every week, and we have Bisto on our Sunday roast. The Bisto my family. ass. Oh, Naki, steady on. I don't like that mouthy guy for that. Number 16. He's an absolute hothead. They should come naked to a game. So I forgot to tell you that I think I might have been in Asda or Sainsbury's or something. And someone came up to me and said, City fan, aren't you? I said, yeah, yeah. He went, I'm Ed Stewart. I'm Ball Pelter! Yeah! Get in! Get in! Get in! Get there. him off! Get Ball. him off! It's a deliberate handball! It is a deliberate handball! That is a red card. If that were on the line, it'd be a red card dub. I hate this lack of fucking respect they give referees. Honestly, it pisses me right off here. Yeah? I'm actually furious. The lack of respect footballers give referees. I know. He's a shit referee, yeah? But I've had shit teachers and still had to give him respect. Of course you do. You who, listen, who the you bloody listen does, to him, who does, he th who does he think he is just walking off from a referee? Show a bit of adequate respect, will you? You at least look a bit in the bloody eye, don't you? Naki they, they walk off thinking they're all bloody big. Mate, you get about £5 a week. Shit bastard. Honestly. Sorry to take over the Tom's rant section of this <laughs> podcast, but that's happened. Naki Wells is about to step up to the ball to possibly equalise. Yes! That's it! Yes, it is a penalty! That is Julian Dix, isn't it? The power on that. Keepers had a good game. He got, he got his hand to it, but oh my God, the power. He's got, a, he's got an hard shot in him, hasn't he, as Naki Wells? What's that number 16 called for them? Because he's an absolute disgrace. I don't know. Well, have a look on the oh, sorry. team sheet, will you, you asshole? Bloody hell, what's wrong <laughs> with you? I miffed off. But take out on me. I'm, I'm fed up with these footballers. Russell Penn! Russell, Russell Penn? Yeah, that's his name. I wonder if his brother's called Sean. I don't know, Dom. No, but honestly, they miff me off. Well, don't I take mean, out on me. I'm your friend. We, we, we saw a lot of the Olympics, yeah? Olympic heroes from this country. And that guy there plays for a shitty little football team in League Two, yeah? And it gives a penalty away and gives a referee that type of grief. Not having it. This is Bantam's Bantam 54 and we're cross. Hang on a minute, Dom. Don't, don't turn off. Things are looking up. We've got Zumba at half-time. Oh, I can see him. I can see him in the stretchy black T-shirts. <laughs> They are stretched as well. Those outfits have got Primark Fitness Department written all over them. Is she doing a lunge on the steps? She's stretching. Half time. One, half, one. half time already. Coming up on Banner's Banner in the second half, we've got the Agony Ant section. Tom's ran. We're going to phone a four, which is probably going to be us phoning a pub in Cheltenham. And we're also going to try and phone a fan. Laura Sheeran, your mate begged us to have you on this show. It was your birthday. You pretended you were all shy, but we don't believe that for a second. Pick up your goddamn phone, mother. To contact us, visit bantamsbanter.com where you'll find the latest news podcasts and our brand new message board. We're also bang up to date, obviously, so we're on Twitter and Facebook like the rest of you antisocial losers. Dine in style every Monday to Saturday at Napoleon's Casino, Bradford. You'll receive a drink on arrival, a three-course speciality menu and a £5 gaming chip in a presentation pouch to play in the casino. The price also includes a demonstration by our friendly staff. 
Open to non-members. Over 18s only. Please gamble responsibly. Napoleon's Casino and Restaurant. Proud sponsors of Bantam's Banter. You're listening to Bantam's Banter. You dirty get! Apparently the referee's son is in the press box today. So keep your voice down. He's already Dom. fallen out with Simon Parker. Yes. Simon Parker leaved over to the guy next to him and went, I don't know what about you, but this rest on a stinker. I know, mate, that's my dad. <laughs> Simon! Awkward! Oh, he's in Gloucestershire, Cheltenham. How weird's that? Are we, are we trying to find uh, a pub? We're looking at... Oh, Adam and Eve pub. That has got that to be... It. Can you Adam and Eve it? Can you Adam and Eve it, mate? Why? That's F. Is it down south? No, well, we'll just pretend it is. Oh, it looks like a nice pub. Uh, 0871 number. No, thank you. The latest city gent is out. Can you do this? I'm struggling to... I can't speak. Sure, yeah. The latest city gent is out. Issue number 181. It's £2. Look for that really tall guy with glasses. He's called Mike Harrison. He's a right nice chap. Uh, it contains contains an article from Bantam's Banter's Tom Fletcher. He sounds like a right wazzock, judging by this article. Hi, <laughs> Tom. Are you all right? It's out. What page is it on? 28? It's called Bantam's Banter Update. And, and so, so much, much more, more than, than that. that. And, you, and you know what? I'll, I'll add that Tom didn't write that bit. <laughs> I think I did. What? Right, we, we, we need to get a pub where we're almost guaranteed a Cheltenham fan. Why are they all 087 numbers? Because you're going through a third-party website. You need to Google that w- uh, pub directly. This should all be done off air, yep, really. Yep, yep, Find our brand-new message pod at bantamsbanter.com. That's right, it's time for Tom's rant. Right. Go on, Tom. Are you gonna, do you what? time me on these? You've got a minute until you hear the cockadoodle do. <laughs> I love that! I love that! The bantam. The bantam, yeah. Stop on the bantam. Right. What is getting my gripe these days is the obsession, the national obsession, with turning a month into doing something for that month. Now, I can live with Movember. It all started with Movember many years ago. It's in aid of... Is it prostate cancer? Yeah. In aid of testicular cancer... Brilliant. Raise awareness. Then you've got things like Stoptober, where people are trying to stop smoking. Just do it any time of year. Don't do it in October. Do it in, do it in March. No yeah. one cares. And then we've got the latest one, January. Because it's January. Sto- it's my rant, mate. Sorry, but Stoptober just gives people the reason to say, oh, well, I didn't do it this October. Next October. Next October. It's a load of crap. It really is. January, where people are growing beards because it's winter and they want to stay warm. Where does it end? Where does it end, Dom? You've got March for starch. Only eat potatoes all month. When, you know, it doesn't end. I forgot to time this. I've got no idea when a minute's over. Let's just say now. Now. It irritates me. It's irritating me right now. And it, it, it started from a guy th- smoking an electric cigarette in the stand. I saw him smoking an electric cigarette. Oh, and it made you think of Stoptober. And it made me think, we must be doing it because I grassed him stop. up like a big grasser. Uta. I grassed someone up. Steward. Good. Well, he's simulating smoking, isn't he? Which, you know, is never a good thing, really. But he's trying to quit, fair play. Yeah, but quit any time of year. Don't do it in Stoptober. Maybe he in. Stoptober, my can you get addicted to electric cigarettes? Yeah. What if in a decade like, people are addicted to electric cigarettes? <laughs> and they're getting like... Robots. Ba- ba- smoking. <laughs> battery poisoning. I don't know where you're going there. Where Do they charge them? Do they like, pull them in? Uh, I don't know. Because oh. where, where, what, what, where does the smoke come oh, you put cartridges in. Is it essential just a Duracell battery they're smoking? Just repackaged? Yeah, they're smoking a battery. Like they're robots or something. It's interesting. Stupid that anyway. Bloody, just don't smoke. Got no staying power, loser. The the um, the patches as well. I always find them interesting. Nicotine I know, patches. I, my dad used to smoke and he had them. And I once, I once cut my finger. You see where I'm going with this? <laughs> once cut my finger. 
They look a lot like plasters, Tom. They're me off me tits on nicotine when I'm about seven. <laughs> <laughs> these are magic plasters. These are magic plasters. I think it's healed. <laughs> can we think of our own month? Yeah. Um, what can we do? Tommy Harry. Tommy Harry. No, you, you changed too much of it there. You've changed the whole thing. <laughs> I did, didn't I? What about January? January Harry. <laughs> I can't think of one. Coming up next, we're going to call the Frog and Fiddle. Oh, that's a bit weird. Ooh, uh. Bantam's Banter, sponsored by Napoleon's Casino and Restaurant Bradford. We are in. Nathan Doyle, one-on-one. -on -one. Oh, he fluffs it. It's an air kick. An air kick. To be fair, their defender got back with a right tackle. He's a big lad, isn't he? He's a big boy. He is. Oh, it were a good chance, and Parkinson looks exasperated. Move your mouth. What, I mean, is it too far away from me, mouth? Is that better? Right, let's ring the frog and fiddle. They're probably busy on a Saturday, so they're not going to like us, but here we go. See, I'd like, I'd like to book a table for two Cheltenham fans, please. Why, why, why is that? Because they're about to get spanked. Or maybe not. <laughs> Makes no sense. They don't. But anyway, you're taking the reins as you bottled out last time. I didn't bottle out. I want you to take the pole position in this phone call. Do a fake accent so they don't recognise you. You know, after that five, our five live work we did. Right, here we go. Here we go, we're ringing it. Put a Cockney accent on, it's the only way you can disguise yourself. I can't do that. Hello, son. Hello, is that the frog and fiddle? No, it's the swan, Cheltenham. No. The swan? Yeah. Well, it doesn't really matter what pub it is. What we're looking for is a Cheltenham fan. Cheltenham what? A, che a Cheltenham Town oh. football supporter. Now, oh, this what, is somebody that shows football? What, what, no, sorry. Sorry, I can't hear you very well. <laughs> well, I'll tell you where I am. I'm in Bradford. Yeah. And I'm, I do a radio show called yep. Bantam's Banter. We, we do. And we're live at the game and we're looking to talk to a Cheltenham fan. And what we're doing is just ringing a pub to try and see if we can find one. <laughs> what are you trying to find? Oh, my God. A Cheltenham supporter. Oh, OK. I know they're as rare as hen's teeth around Cheltenham. Um, we haven't actually got many people in at the moment. Oh, <laughs> are, are, no. they in, are they in Cheltenham? <laughs> I, I, They're probably better off Don't you like football? Oh, else. don't say another pub's pay. name. Your boss might be listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Why are you listening? Why are you listening to us? What's the frog and fiddle like? Is it good? Um, we don't actually show sports here, but, um, yeah, frog and fiddle does. Oh, so the frog can... and fiddle show sports. What's the soup of the day? Do you serve food? Yes, we do. Ooh. And the soup of the day? Well, we're about 200 miles away, so that. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why my mate asked you that. All right, then, well, sorry to bother you at this one. Have a good no day. No problem. And I hope custom picks up soon. Stuck up cow. <laughs> you're <laughs> on the wrong number, you bloody chebed. <laughs> yeah, just, I just ruined the number on your screen. Right, hang on. I need a ring. We're in, Dom, we're in. He's too. Oh. I need a ring, frog and fiddle. <laughs> she said frog and fiddle show sport. She knew, she knew, she knows the pubs, that lass. <laughs> right, hang on. Oh. Tom, I can't work you bloody knock here. How would you delete? Right, you ring you ring it, it's that one there. Oh right, I run this one. Oh, they're on the same street. This is right, modern entertainment. I'm ringing people. Right, here we go. You did well there, mate. You took you took she you was very confident. She was good, she was good on air. Yeah, she was. That's it, hold it that way. Although she were a bit mutton Jeff. I think it was our phone. Good afternoon, the frog and fiddle. Hello, frog and fiddle. Now I'm gonna Hello? I'm gonna hit you with this straight away. This is weird. I'm calling from a radio show, okay? Okay. It, it's called Bantam's Banter, and it's about Bradford City. Now I don't know if you know, 
but Cheltenham Town are playing Bradford City today. Did you know that? So, sorry, say that again. It must be my Yorkshire accent. No, it's our phone. It's, it's horrific. Oh, bloody Cheltenham and the phones, eh? Right. Yeah. What, what is it that I can help you with, sorry? We're, we're looking to find a Cheltenham Town fan. Cheltenham Town. Supporter. Supporter. Football club? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, the, the, the football club. OK, what about it? Have you got any fans in the pub there? Have we got any what? Sorry, I'm really sorry. I'm really. No, it's okay. Ha- it's okay. Don't panic. Don't panic. <laughs> Calm down. Don't panic. We're we're looking for a Cheltenham Town supporter. What there might be one in your pub. Oh look, I I'm afraid I haven't got time to go running around for that. I'm afraid. Ooh, oh, all right. Ooh. Who's oh, calling the shots now? <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. So they're very rude at the Frog and Fiddle. <laughs> Don't go there. Don't next go away, dear. Next, you want to go to the Swan? Um, we're all about the Swan, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, she were nice. They don't show sport in there, though. No. So, uh, so that went well. Fun for. <laughs> all Challenge fans must be here. I don't have time to go running around. What the hell? Bloody hell. Live a little. Sometimes you just got to let go, aren't you? And just go with the flow. Be spontaneous for once in your life. She were as tight as an un's purse strings. <laughs> Live from the Coral Window Stadium at Valley Parade, this is Bantam's Banter with Tom and Dom. I think we need to ring pubs that are less commercial. Yeah, we, we do. We need to do more research. We do. <laughs> Here we go, we're in box. Oh, effort by Thompson. Well done, Rivenel. <laughs> it's about time uh, Rivenel was subbed off. Yeah. Zavon Hines is coming on. Come on, Zavon. I was talking to Simon earlier, and we, we both agree that Zavon Hines is in the... He's in the Omar Daily mould. Definitely. But definitely. he admits, he says, I know that I've not hit top form. Forsyth comes off. Didn't he do well? Didn't he do well? Oh. No, it's the answer he didn't. You know, I, I disagree with you there. I just think you were all right. It's his first game, his lad. You know, he hadn't played for a very long time at Watford. I'm a bit worrying. Zavon Hines appeared to get injured running on to the pitch. And Thompson, the two wingers are off. The two new wingers, a fresher poach by PP. I, th- I think, uh, Tom, I think me and you have made good forfeit for shows after our little stint at that world record. Oh, we were strict. People and on people in and off the pitch. I'm not joking. This world record was for charity. Someone told me and Tom to F off. Yeah, they did. When we were bringing him off at pitch. That's yeah, not nice. An is actual it? player. Honestly, this guy turned up in a Derby shirt, Derby County, does all proper stretches like his bloody Graham Lasso or something, doing, a, doing full grind stretches. Well, he got on fly, we're doing all this twisting and all this nonsensical rubbish. For, for essentially a seven-minute game of five-a-side. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then when we, we went, he we we started running off at pitch, and we went, whoa, whoa, you can't go off without permission, and he went, F off. <laughs> Not F off, Thank he actually you. used swear word. And there were, like, some volunteers who heard it and started crying. Cause they were just volunteer. They were students who were 18 and volunteering. We are sitting. My dad wants to know if Frankel's won. You, oh. you need to do that, because he gets angry these days. Bloody hell, Alan. He gets angry. Oh. Never, never mind podcast. I, I think he's put mortgage on Franco winning at 10 to 1. You've put mortgage on it. You've put a pound on it. You've put a pound on it. On Franco. So you're going to so get like 10p back. Literally get 10p back. That is a right Yorkshire bet, that, isn't it? Someone who's definitely going to win the horse race. I can't believe that we're doing this. Actually looking at the racing post to see Franco's won. He won. 14 yep. from 14, he won. Second place he came. In champion stake. So sorry if you, if you had it on Sky Plus. And we've spoiled that result for you. You'd be waiting a long time to watch that, wouldn't you? There's a book out called Frankel the Wonder Horse. Might get that for your dad. There's a book out, Frankel the Wonder Horse. Christmas present? It's an autobiography, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote it himself. <laughs> You've got to be one boring motherfucker if you're going to buy that book, I've got to tell you. <laughs> uh, you know, I apologise for the swearing. 
Archie, Archie, Ooh. Archie Tanner, we are sorry. Oh yeah, Derm's son is a listener. Derm said he was running. He ran downstairs at home and went. Oh, that was about legends, legends. He's moved on. Uh, 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 is that, where is role models now? Doing like, well, which, which one have you listened to? Which one? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there is a few dubious oh, ones. I know his Parkins changed into his leggings. Has he really? I was telling Sue's about them leggings. She said, oh, I need some leggings. I said, bloody hell, ask Steve Parkin. He's rocking her. A really nice black pair. I just don't think, as a man, unless you're a goalkeeper, you can wear leggings. Who were that goalie who played for Crystal Palace who wore, like, big, grey, flappy joggy ones? What were called? Primark joggers. They were proper, like, light grey as well. <laughs> it was so off-putting. Flapperholic is what he I want. I want to say Lionel Charbonnier, but he wasn't Lionel Charbonnier. Coming up after this jingle, we're going to be doing our Agony Uncle section. What are we, Agony Ants, Uncles? You can't. We'll be Agony Anties. Bye, Agony Anties. We've got a new jingle as well. Do it. Coming up after this jingle. This is Bantam's Banter. Get in there! Get in! Oh, he's offside! No, he's not offside! He's offside! He's not offside! He's a goal! He's a goal! He's a He's a saviour! Come on! He's like Jesus! Only scored more goals! <laughs> and it's from Bermuda. Naki Wells. I thought you were saying as well. Out of the blue. Naki Wells on blase. Look around him. Someone's just dawned on me during that celebration. I'll explain in a minute. But it's 2-1 to Bradford. And that skinhead from Cheltenham. I laugh in your face. Ha. Come on. What a... Well, I'll say what a goal. Right, I'll right tell you right. what, John. I mean, while, while we were in that little embrace, while we were cuddling, I saw Julian Rhodes' dad. I saw him in Toy Master the other day, buying <laughs> toys. I, mean, I can't believe in mid-celebration. Mid-celebration, I worked that out. You worked that out? You're like the rain man. Professor Rhodes, who were knocking about in Toy Master. Where is it? Is it in with big eyebrows? In Otley. Big eyebrows. Uh, it looks like the, the KFC colonel. What a game, 2-1 City. I tell you what, tell them a, a, a tough side to beat. Tough side, we're pressing on with Atkinson and Z- Zavonines, or Zines, I know we're calling. Right, I've got something to Jay, say. I've changed the game. Sorry. Sorry. I've got something to say, which is a little bit of an accident. Earlier in the podcast, we mentioned the name of somebody who did the agony ante. Well, actually, it wasn't him who sent it in. It were his wife. And we've accidentally said his name. But so- hopefully by now you've forgotten about it and you won't be doing any rewinding. Sorry, Greg. Promise. <gasps> anyway... This is from someone's wife, a Bradford City. Oh, Duke Jingle. Hello, this is Tom's auntie. I've hurt my hip. I'm in agony. I'm in agony, I tell you. Right, we'll refer to this woman as PM. So we've taken the A out of her name. Oh, I'll do Jingle. <laughs> OK. <laughs> so, right. Oh, my oh. God, Jimmy Hansen. Mackie Wells. Oh, corner. Corner, lad. No, goal kick, apparently. Right, here we go. I'm writing to you because my partner is a Bradford City fan called, we've already said it. Yep. I love my partner dearly, but I can't, I've changed the word, his name, to partner, to make it sound real. I love my partner dearly, but I can't cope with his aversion to soap and water, big word, from Wyke. Oh my God. And clean clothing. It wasn't like this when I first knew him. He lives in my house and helps with the bills, but I hate him being in my bed because, quite frankly, he smells. <laughs> oh, hang on a minute. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I can actually laugh, I'm sorry. The idea of sex with him is uh, abhorrent. But who is this abhorrent? person? Someone's been using spell check. Stephen, Stephen Fry written in. Using the... the ra- oh! Ah! Sheldon! He's offside, he's offside anyway. We're all right. right. I tried dropping hints and also being direct, but nothing works. Right, you smelly bugger. You know who you are, if you're listening. No, come on, Dom, this is a real person. 
I'd love to see what hints she dropped. Like, I like she's written all that, and then at the end just put any suggestions? Question mark. Oh well, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I say I've got an idea. Ring fire brigade. Tell them there's a cat stuck up a tree or something. Get them unravel them hose pipes and just give him a good hose in. Hose down. <laughs> Get him outside, naked, preferably. Hang on, these are real people, Tom. They want actual advice from us. Give him know. a bed bath while he's keeping. <laughs> flannel, <laughs> flannel and a, a bucket of soapy water. You know I what? Mean, My he... advice would be, if you, if he loved you and if you love him, then you should be honest with him and tell him. But and it says she's tried the direct approach. No, but there's ways. You can't just go, you smell, you fat slob. You've got to be, excuse me, honey, um, I've noticed recently that, um, you know, your odour's not brilliant. You know, just go in gently, go in gently. I mean... I... Take, just... take him swimming, go to swim baths. Then he's bound to get in some yeah, water. But then he'd have, like, a green cloud following around to him. <laughs> like, look. This is a cartoon character that's written in. I mean, I'm guessing... I don't know what to say. I don't know, really. I mean... You... You just say to him, look, if, if you, if you want to make love, you're going to have to have a shower, because, to be quite frank, mate, you're absolutely on. Can I go anywhere near that until it's clean? <laughs> there. That's my advice. No. Poor, what? poor Pam from White. PM, PM. Sorry, pop, pop PM. Oh. Listen. Um, Get a wash, like, you smelly bastard. No. <laughs> oh, swearing's back. Why? Listen. If you loved each other, you've got to be honest. You've got to be open. You can't but tell it says lies. She's trying to be direct. Well, if, if you try. What direct... do you mean you can't tell lies? She's not saying, oh, you don't smell. You don't smell. It's all nice. I like all that muck so, on your mean, so, what, so what's the problem then? If he won't wash and she's already told him, why is she writing in? Probably loves him. Exactly, Dom. So she wants him to stop smelling. She wants us to do something you know, about it. I keep thinking about that fireman idea. I think that's a good idea. Get, get him hose down. Get him hose down. Just like pretend you're playing a game and get the garden hose out. Oh, Stephen, Greg, where oh. Let's have a wet t shirt. Wet t shirt. Whistle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start under your armpits. <laughs> See, if it were me, I'd just be direct and say, look. Get a wash, or you're moving out. Well, she's, she, like you say, she's been direct. You probably look. If I'm honest, Pam, PM, you, you're probably making him too comfortable. You need to make him feel uncomfortable. You know, he's probably thinking, oh, "I've Actually, got, yeah. got a wrapped around my finger now." You need to say, "Look, I'm leaving you. I'm leaving you for bloke from soap factory." That's a good. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah, threaten with divorce or, or split up. Or leaving. And then he'll panic. He might panic him into a wash. Something came over me then, where I thought that's probably a terrible advice, telling someone to split up. No, when, it's, no, it's threatened. Whenever threaten. I've read agony un uncles or aunties or whatever they are, it's something they always say, oh, I don't want to tell you to split up. Or it's not often I say split up or whatever. But so split up. Yeah, split up. <laughs> if he stinks, you don't want to have to put up with that. You're, a, you're an honourable woman. I mean, listen, look at some of those words you wrote in your paragraph. I know. They're big words. Tell them to get a bloody what? Say Tom and Dom say get a wash. I mean, he might listen if she's writing into us. She might think that we're influential. Anyway. So if that is you... Greg's pasty. Thank you. You smell like a bloody pasty. <laughs> but it's not like a gone steak bake. A gone off steak bake. You know what, poor Greg. That's an idea. Cover him in peanut butter and get dog to clean him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you, Pam and Greg, for emailing in. They're made up names. Yeah. They were really called Chris and Geraldine. <laughs> this is Bantam's Banter. Jimmy Lawrence. He's talking now. So then, Jamie, what are you up to at the moment? What are you doing at the moment? I've, I've seen something about boxing. Nah, well, I've got... Um, I train my boxing mates in the morning and all that, and I've always wanted to climb between the ropes and that and do a bit myself. So I've got my... I've got a white-collar fight 
coming up on the 22nd of November. So I'm out training three times a day, like Good starting dear. at five o'clock in the morning. Uh, just take really serious at the minute. I, I don't like losing. No, and there's no. loads of people coming to watch me as well. So the pressure's on. For people who don't know about, you know, boxing, what's what does a white collar match mean? How does that work? It's like just normal Joe Bloggs people who just want to climb between the ropes and have a, a boxing match. So can we? Can anybody come watch this? Yeah, anyone can come watch this. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. I might get myself a ticket. It was so random yeah. watching a player used to bombing down the wing or in the middle of the park then just, you know, brain someone in the ring. <laughs> People would say that I used to pray on the pitch. Oh yeah! <laughs> I don't know about that, mate. I don't know. About that. Of course you did, yeah. So we we got some people to send in the um, the questions as well. Some some random ones and some you know brevity yeah. ones. This question is from Matthew uh, Boring. He's put: If you hadn't made it in football, realistically, what would you what would you be doing now? I'd have been in prison or dead. That's as simple as it gets, mate. If football saved my life, basically. So it, it kind of give you the direction in in a way. Yeah, it give me the direction, and it, uh, and you, I met people through football who gave you that belief as well. You know, like because yeah. my mum and dad was in Jamaica and all that. Um, obviously, I'd have had the father figure over here, like what keeps you on the straight and narrow. You know, and you have to fend for yourself. And where I came from, it was really hard to do that. So you get sucked into certain things and that, but it's, it's hard. I suppose that's one of the reasons why. Obviously, the, 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 the I've read it. I've, I've read bits of the book. It's it's fascinating, really. Yeah. One thing I got from yeah. it is when you see a footballer, you just think they've gone into football the normal way. As you know, playing as a young kid, you know the dads really pushy dads and all that, getting them in at the, at the youth yeah. clubs and all this. And what you don't reading your book, you realise that not every no not everybody's the same. And you know these these, these yeah. reasons people go into sport and football. If you'd done another four years at City, you'd have got a testimonial. I know, mate. I know. You know what, mate? I was gutted that I ever left um, City. I wish, in hindsight, I wish I never left. But you know, they couldn't offer me a, a contract really because you know all the money had fell out of City. So is that the reason? Because it was you, yeah. at one point you weren't getting paid, wouldn't you? I remember you were. A, 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 yeah, a yeah. They paid us in the in the end. But yeah. um, we weren't getting paid for, I think it was about three, four months. Yeah, but like, I left there with a heavy heart because, you know, as a footballer, that you find your club where you where you know that's your soulmate club and, that, and a marriage made in heaven and, that, and yeah. Bradford City was my club. What's your best Bradford City goal? This is from Ryan Kane. He says, surely uh, it's got to be the West Ham. Nah, I've scored a better one at home against Norwich. <laughs> I'm going to ask yeah. you this because... Yeah. I, I had another friend I was, I was speaking to. He wants to know how many touches he reckons you took before before you popped that one away. Probably only about four. <laughs> over, <laughs> over forty yards. <laughs> yeah, over forty yards. That's what he's like. Do. He's like, you need all your strength. Get out of your feet. <laughs> you, I, I always remember that because I dumped Craig Bellamy in the, yeah. the mud that day. I, I remember that. We finished four one, I think, didn't it? Yeah, uh, four one. It's four one at half time, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and yeah. you were. You, I remember you bomb down the middle and you like part in the ocean and, and, yeah. and no one seemed to come towards you and you were like and you started dinking in and out and I'm like he's going to bloody score <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't run out of steam you know when you got to the goal <laughs> no, I'm about to tell you that, that was my forte the fitness of my forte it still is I should really talk about Kyle Reid no he's, he's my boy uh, he comes from the same area as me and he, so he comes to my academy and all that in the summer and all that 
So I mean, he's he's playing he's playing some brilliant football for us at the moment. He really is. He's playing out out of his skin. He'd be missed at the minute. Oh, yes, as long yeah. as we keep as long as we keep on the their shirt tails until he comes back. I think I think this is our season to tell you the truth, mate. How do you rate him? Hit rate him, and how far do you think he can go? Listen, I think he can. I think if he gets his head down, keeps improving. I think he can go all the way to um, the Premiership because pace kills people. Yeah, definitely. And he's got and he's got and he's got ability as well. He just got to work on his final final ball, and then the world's his oyster. I'd love to see him progress with the club through the league as we get you know if we get promoted and stuff. Um, a couple of last questions, Jamie. These are from yeah. uh, you might you'll, you I think you remember Simon Parker from the TNA. You'll know. Yeah, him well. yeah, that's one good mate. I spoke to him earlier. Did you? All right, yeah. You know, you know, yeah, we have a we have a good laugh with Simon in the, in the press box on on a match day. He's so. top man, mate. Simon Porky Parker. We've been calling him recently. <laughs> Um, okay. What he wanted to know is Tony Dorigo the best man marker ever? <laughs> yeah, the one I met in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Tony Dorigo. What do you say that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, know what we're talking about. Okay, right, right all right. I'll, uh, are you gonna, can you elaborate for us, or is it a, is it a private joke? Nah, nah, it's a private joke. I can't really elaborate on it. <laughs> we'll let the uh, we'll let the listeners listeners use their imagination on that one. So yeah. anyway, brilliant. Okay, thank you, Jamie. No, anyway, for chatting. No problem, mate. Really Anytime, mate. Yeah, and all the best. Uh, all the best for your boxing. You know, I want to see. Thanks, mate. I want to. You know, I want to. I want to see a first round knockout if I'm going. Listen, I said to my mate. My mate said to me that like, he's going to be. Um, I'm coming all this way. I don't want you knocking him out in the first round. Actually, <laughs> I, I, if I can get him out there in round. We're on one. I'm getting him out of there. Exactly. The face from modelling. That's that, the money maker, Jamie. The money maker. <laughs> That's brilliant. Okay, thanks a lot, Jamie. Anyway, uh, no problem. Appreciate mate. it, buddy. Take care. Take care, mate. See bye you later. Bye bye. Bantam's banter, sponsored by Napoleon's Casino and Restaurant Bradford. Right, I think we should try this Laura shearing again. Yep, do it. Right, shearing sheep. Sheep references. Farm. Okay. Farm. Sheep references. That should be hard, isn't it? That'll tie nicely with a lamb's wool jumper. It will. Right, here goes. She don't answer her phone. I've got a horrible feeling my phone ain't working. Bloody iPhone shit. Oh, hey! It heard you. I'm saying, don't, don't send me to Envira phone. Welcome to She's bottled it. Phone. She has bottled it. That's a bottle. Please that. leave your message after the tone. When you've left your message, oh, just message. Laura. Or for more options, oh, no, press one at any time. Is that Laura Shearing? Oh, hi, Laura. You all right? How's it going? How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how, how are you finding the game? Oh, yeah, it's really good. I mean, it's just a good crack, isn't it? It is, it is, Laura. You're right. You've bottled it. <laughs> That's really harsh on Laura. You can't see the... You've left that on a voicemail as well. Apologise. Sorry. She won't hear what you're saying. Oh, Sorry, me. Laura. Um, you haven't really bottled it. Your Sometimes people get scared with things. Your friend Chris gave us your number. He said we should surprise you on your birthday. But it's not your birthday anymore. It's a week after. Happy birthday any Happy birthday anyway for last week. But you've ruined it. You've ruined the show. You've ruined the whole podcast. We're quitting. Well, thanks for saying we're a lucky charm. As it turns out, at the minute, we are. That'll do. That'll, I think that'll suffice. That's all right. That covers that, covers that feature. Done. <laughs> Jingle. <laughs> You're listening to Bantam's Banter. Now, something came to light while we were in car with Tom when we were travelling to the Breakout World Record, which we'll talk about following this conversation. Um, our, Tom said, can you do any impressions? And I said, oh, I'm not bad at doing a Geordie. Yes. And Tom said, I sound exactly like 
Sarah Millican. You do. So I'm going to do it now. Go on then. Yeah, well, it takes a bit of getting into because I start off doing an impression of that kid from from Purely Belter. Go see if I study gig. Purely Belter. And then I turn into Sarah Millican. <laughs> I'm a stand-up comedian. I can't do it. That would be I can't do it anymore. It's no, gone. No, you say it was it's gone. Sarah Millican. You Sarah got to talk like that. I was sitting on the sofa. <laughs> on the sofa with my boyfriend. Boyfriend. Hang on a minute. I'm sure I could do it a minute ago. She's like, she only does like relationship and family gags. She can't do anything else. Yeah. Like Joe Brand does fat gags. She just does relationship gags. We meet oh my God! Seven Hines! Oh, ding, ding, ding! Bloody oh. Aguero! <laughs> Better than Aguero. I'm Sarah Milligan. I'm a stand-up comedian. I've sometimes done Mock the Week. Me and Mock the Week! Hang on a minute, Dom, they're in. Me and my mum were sharing a packet of biscuits. Oh, fucking hell, children about to score, like! Oh, don't tackle him, Revo! Get the block, the block! Boom, McArdle! Boom, McArdle! Good Last week, Ronaldo. This week, Cheltenham. We should do commentary impressions. You do commentary in that, and I'll do it in my Chris Tarrant. <laughs> throw in my Cheltenham! <laughs> it's a throw in from Cheltenham! And he meant to the main! Hey, Ricky Ravenhill! It's gone out for the goal kick! That was a 50 50 challenge! Okay, that's the worst feature we've ever done on Banner's Banner. You get it 50 50. How are we standing with Duncan's bets if we won out? <laughs> phone a fan! Have we won out? Phone a friend. Oh, You're yeah. just not listening to me. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I pack it up. Anyway, a world record that we've broken. Woo! You might have seen it all over Facebook and Twitter, so we won't go on about it too much. But Tom and I were part of a small team of BBC staff that broke a world record. No big deal. or all like that. We were playing Guinness football. world record. Four in the morning, weren't it? We, were playing we did a 27-hour shift. Yep. And after 20 hours of that shift, played an hour of footy. At four in the morning. Dom, and before the game, Dom were like giving it got big arms for both of us. Don't worry, we'll both get a brace each. What do we do? Got on the pitch, both got a brace. Not only that, but superhuman Tom at four half point morning after 20 hours saves a bloody penalty. Yeah. How did that happen? Don't know, I, I slipped. <laughs> I fell asleep on the line. I had nothing to do when I had my stint in there. You had so many shots, it was class. Like every time we got ball, shoot. Well, no, you went on a run, like a jinky run, then shoot, shoot. They were going all over the shot, but then the two of you did score a good goal, so I'll, I'll give you that much. Yeah, but I did have to pay for the roof replacing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> covered in dints. But that's but sometimes that's the best way. I we're just... in! Meredith! Oh! <laughs> 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 it's a goal! Yeah, goal! A left foot volley! That was our win, Jacobs wasn't it? That was our win, Jacobs, that. What a goal! Who's our win, Jacobs? Is it in Karam? <laughs> Bobbing down the left wing, cuts... Oh, what a goal! Let's just take a moment to applaud that. Smash and grab. Take it in. Take that in. I'm not bragging at all, but that were exactly the same as one of mine I scored in that five-a-side match. He won't score many goals as good as that in his life. Look at him, he's so happy, his lad. He is one of the most underrated players in this club, James Meredith. What a goal. Yes! Come on! Oh, I've just had to squelch that in my pants now. It starts now. The Premier League. It starts here, Dom. We are back up. Hey, up. 4-1. I'll take a 4-1. I'll take a 4-1. Will Atkinson on the ball. Oh, he's on a jinky run as well. He's a cheeky little sausage, isn't he? Oh, he's lost it. Wow. Wow. Wow, we. Game and a half. 3-1 to the Mighty Bantams. Do you know what it is? We're back. 
and this season we're a lucky jam. We are. I just, you know, what a goal that we're done. What a goal. He's such a good defender, is Meredith. I wouldn't even say that we'd stood out as being the better team. I mean, I, I, won't, to be I, fair, I don't Chel think they've been better either. No, they aren't. They've attacked, they've attacked positively, but it's been pretty average, really. But we've, scored, we've took our chances, scored our goals. I hate Cheltenham anyway. Well, well, last time we had a left-back that did that, other than Jacobs. We hadn't. Paul Heckingbottom. <laughs> he didn't score one goal, did he? Didn't score one goal for us. Left to Sheffield Wednesday. Scores every bloody week. Oh, here it is. It's Beans, Beans, Hines. Running down the wing. He's got... Four. Oh! He's oh! <laughs> literally taking on your lookalike. Your compadre. Me and that guy have got it going on. If I'm as good-looking as him, I'm well chuffed. Oh, my God. What? Probably the vainest thing you've ever said, because he's really pretty. That's not vain. I said if I'm as good-looking as him, I'm chuffed. How's that vain? Who's been Barrett City's best ever looking player? Best, look, let me best think. looking ever. Hmm. I've got one in mixer. Go on. Throw Paul it. Henderson, the goalkeeper from Australia. Yeah, he were a bit stereotypical good looking. But he was like a model, he was like a model. He was like Hollywood superstar. Yeah, he was, that's exactly Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> are we, yeah. That it, yeah, that's it, innit? Just him. Anyway, lager and porn. You're listening to Bantam's Banter. Daryl Duffy comes on, first thing he does is dive and gets booked. <laughs> what, an, what an idiot, what an absolute idiot. <laughs> good referee. This, what a good referee this is. Brilliant referee. Excellent referee. Excellent referee. Good referee in there, very good referee. That guy's looking at you like you're a right div. <laughs> he is, he was looking at you going, what, what's, what's the big deal? I, I give him a thumbs up the sun. <laughs> Describe the referee's son in one word. He looks like um, like a Where's Wally. He does. Fair play to him turning up at yeah. games. He's, uh, he's actually the referee's son as well, and he's, he's supporting his dad throws it thick and thin. Two minutes remain. Uh, well, their mascot's weird, isn't it? It's like a robin. Sat in the treetops all day long, no. rocking and rolling and singing the song, Rocky Robin. Rock. Feels good, doesn't it? Doesn't to, it feel good? To be winning. Feeling different. When after his latest, when you go home, what's the first thing you do on a Saturday night? Open a bag of corn nuts, open a, a bottle of Bexvia, just chill out. I love how specific we are food you are. Do, do you want to know something? This is on it. Uh, what was that? What corn nuts? Oh, the, it's it's like a dry roasted sweet corn. Absolutely the, the nicest thing you've ever eaten in your life. That sounds amazing. It is amazing. Zavon. Nice little ball, mate. Anyway, you were asking me what I do with my weekend. Yeah, go on. This is the first weekend I've had off. It must be a decade. The whole weekend I've got off. You're going to hyperventilate. I know. What do I do? I don't know what I'm going to do. I have free time on a Saturday. And Teddy did me a right favour this morning. Get, didn't get up till quarter to ten, did he? Little You're joking. Little gem. What a legend. Oh, threw up at half five. Nightmare. I've been there. What do you do? Do you, like, give Susan a nudge or... No, usually I just get a boot out of bed. <laughs> Family corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the gang, the gang. I never said, said the gang banged him then. They ganged up on Zavon. The, look at Cheltenham. They could, they, they, oh, they're in bits. They could play till midnight that won't score a second goal. Tell you what, you win your own games, you win the league. Fact. Uh, it, I think it's because of our pitch. It's like something from bloody United Carpets and Beds. <laughs> Isn't it? Perfect. <laughs> Hey, yep. we've got a corner, let's go. Who would man a match? Naki Wells. Naki Wells, well done. You Naki. don't score a brace and not get man at match, unless you're us two. Come on, let's go for a Naki Wells hat-trick from this corner. 
here at Gain Driver Training. We won't just teach you how to pass the test, we'll teach you how to be a safe driver for life. Whoever you are, being able to drive can provide you with freedom and independence. So if learning to drive is something you're looking to do and you live in Bradford or the surrounding areas, contact Tim 0800 410 1043 or it's audible 717-736-0233 and we're online at uk. Gain Driver Training is associate sponsors of Bantam's Banter. Here we go Here with we corner. Go. Here we go. It's coming in now. Commentary is best. Here we go. <laughs> Say it four times in a row. Here we go. It's like golf. We're doing golf commentary to football. And it's in the green now. He's going for the five iron. Corner. Oh, goal kick. Bar in. Are you, have you got back into your game in your golf anyway? Have you started yet? Not yet. I haven't started. Can't be asked. The referee looks at his watch. One of nature's great mysteries, the referee. <laughs> Wanders onto these green pieces of turf weekly with a whistle. It's with McArdle now. Selflessness to his partner Wells, and the ball's gone out of play. I, I reckon I'd be all right on one of those nature programs. Here we are in the deepest depths of the Amazon. The lion has penetrated Shh. the flesh and is eating the gazelle. I'm sweating my tits Oh my off. God, that is the best jump I've ever seen in my life, fella. Oh, oh. What a legend. It is unbelievable jumper. Ronnie Wood, his son's Ronnie Wood as well. It was a, a, an elderly gentleman, very elderly gentleman, elderly. in a knitted sweater that was claret and amber stripes, and it was beautiful. V-neck as well. It, that looked, is, it looked new. That's how you bright. wear a V-neck, Mark Harrison and Phil Parkinson. Well, last time we had a tin of pineapple. I've got one in my cupboard, actually. Oh, yeah. I've also got a tin of glassier cherries. That Ooh. actually exists. I thought they only came in jars. It's a tin, mate. Keep them fresh in case a nuclear bomb. Thank God for that full time. <laughs> 3 1 to the mighty banter. <laughs> We've been Tom and Dom. Oh, yes. yeah, I didn't leave any gap for you to talk then. We are. Thank you for listening. What a victory up the leagues. And I'm look at Parkinson clapping. That's what I like to see right there. Fist pump. He, Parkinson, he listens. He's pulled out the fist pump. The old Tom Fletcher fist pump. Get in, you son of a gun. Yes. Who's he waving at me? Get in there. Until next time. B, B, B. I'm pretty sure Phil Parkinson just did the fist pump at me then. Hey, look at that guy's little icebox. That's a tiny little icebox, isn't it? You missed my slogan. What did you say? Until next time, B, B, B. We'll work on that one. <laughs>